Welcome in to the Shoe Money Podcast, Week 7 edition. Joseph White here alongside Mr. Ryan Paulson getting ready to walk you through Week 7. We're approaching halfway, Ryan, and uh, and we're still out here analyzing all the games. Why? Because we still need a new pair of shoes, always. Every week, no matter what slate, no matter what sport, always. Especially, especially when you go out there and you take the Rams minus the number and the Giants minus the number and and your your teaser parlay includes the Cowboys, the Patriots, the and the Rams. And the and it's it was a mess. It was a mess of a week last week, at least from a spread perspective. Uh, for me, fantasy wasn't too much better, but we're we're right back up on the horse. We got we got more spread bets. We got another teaser, and of course, we've got you know all the all all the fantasy to jam in. And speaking of jam in, as we record this, there's some confusion about what's going to happen with the uh, Seahawks Cardinals game that's been flexed to Sunday night. Um, no clear decision has been made that we see in terms of uh, how DraftKings uh, that's that's the the system I play on. How DraftKings is going to handle it. It looks like they may be a go on Sunday um, to be included in the main slate, which is fascinating. A, a Sunday night addition to the main slate. If that goes, we're not sure. Um, so, Mr. Paulson, I'll, I'll give you a chance to say in in um, cert, certain more eloquent terms what I'm going to say. Play all the guys if you can. Uh, play all the dudes, Joe. Play all the dudes. You know what? You're absolutely right. All of those, all the folks playing in that game are dudes. They're not guys. Those are certified dudes. From Wilson to Kyler to Metcalf to Hopkins, absolute dudes. And play them all. Now, this like reminds me of a few years ago when DraftKings used to include Sunday Night Football on the main slate. And then prior to that, this is probably like early when I got in five years ago. They used to have Monday Night Football on the main slate. That is... So foreign. Sunday night's foreign to me. Imagine like having a crushing team and you have a guy left to play Monday night. Like you're sweating all Sunday. You go to bed thinking, oh man, we're live. And then you're live all day Monday into the night game. That is, that is not a sweat I think I want. That like, I I think they realized that that was like a narcotic. (laughs) And you know, you got to give the public a little bit of a breather. Yeah. I, I prefer the way they do it now. Though this is fun, uh, I think, because it's it's this it's this particular game Sunday night. So if it goes, look, any combination of those guys you can get in, get them in. Uh, but I think for the rest of the podcast, we will operate as, as though it is not on the slate and just just kind of look elsewhere. Did you mention Chris Carson? Because I loved Chris Carson too. Uh, I I had not mentioned Chris Carson, and and that was an oversight on uh, on my part. Uh, he's sixty four hundred dollars. That's that's a very good price uh, coming off a twenty point game. Twenty five, you know, he's he's got quick math forty five points in his last two games, um, and and could be due, you know, with a with a with a solid matchup against the nineteenth ranked rushing defense against fantasy running backs. Could could be due for a nice game here, especially if you're going to stack Hopkins and Kyler together. Totally agree, but maybe. We don't have to play $4,800 Kenyon Drake off his best game of the season. So he was he was somebody I was going to mention there uh, in, in the running backs because I don't love 
a ton at the top of the running back market. So I was I was eyeing Kenyon Drake as a, you know, he's forty eight hundred dollars if he's if he's half of what he was last week, I'm happy with that. Yeah, that's a fair point. I mean, the slate's easy, Joe. Just play every member of the Titans. Like, get on, get on board already. Apparently, right? God, I did not see they're that Derrick Henry football. game coming. They're going to run the table. Titans are going to win the Super Bowl. I think they're going to be the best dynasty that the NFL has ever seen. Uh, can I say, I have never seen the Derrick Henry game coming. Like, he has two or three of them a year where it's just like, oh, and, and you know it right away. Like, oh, Derrick Henry's going to go for 40 points today. And it happens two or three times a year. And it's never a week where I'm like, you know who I like? Derrick Henry. It's always like, ah, I'm going to fade Derrick Henry this week. And then he's 40 points. I did not play him in either DraftKings or FanDuel Cash, my main lineups. The only teams I made money on, well, I, I, I profited in cash regardless because not many people played Henry. Yeah. Uh, the two tournament teams that made a lot of money for me both had Derrick Henry. He had 264 all-purpose yards last week. He's the only reason I profited last week. How many – this would be interesting. How, how, much, how much yardage period do the Jets have on the season versus Derrick Henry last week? I bet last week – Alone, he had more yardage than maybe some Jets games combined. Uh, or like I, just like a thing, an individual Jets offense in a game, rather. Just yeah, like how much total offense have have the Jets had? Um, yeah. I. I don't know. Did you watch that Miami game because they were a disaster? The I mean, Derrick Henry had 212 rushing yards last year. The Jets have had 632 total rushing yards on the season. Joe Flacco had 186 passing yards on 44 attempts last week. <laughs> uh, the Jets are such a mess. It's amazing. I hope that they end up number one and Trevor Lawrence pulls an Eli or just stays in college. It would be like, could you imagine? Could you imagine that happening? That being said, if you're the Jets, you could probably get four or five number ones for Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, so I've, I've had this conversation uh, with, with fellow Giants fans um, about, you know, say, say the Giants get the number one pick. Do you take Lawrence or do you trust Dimes and try and, you know, um, and, and get all the picks, right? I mean, because you could get all the picks. Um and I think you have to take Trevor Lawrence if you're there. But if you're two, if you get two, like I feel like the Jets are pretty locked in here even already as the number one pick. But if, if the Giants are the second overall pick, and this is obviously premature because they're one game out of first place in the division, um, what do you do? Do you trust in dimes and try and, and you know, try and get one of the other quarterback needy teams to trade up for, for any of the other guys in the draft and try and stock draft picks. It's interesting. Um, but I think the only team that would make that trade is a team that Trevor Lawrence says, I'm not going to you. Like, like the only way you move at a number one, if you have the number one pick is if Trevor Lawrence looks at, let's be honest, the jets and says, I'm not playing for you. I will go back to college. Yep. Uh, I think the Giants scenario, whoever ends up at number two is very interesting. Depends on their team. 
Because you know, like the Giants probably need the picks. Yeah, that's and that that that's been my argument. Is I, I know Dimes isn't. Uh, he's not. He's not. He's not great, right? But if he keeps growing, and and you know, a reminder that this is his first full year as a starter, and he didn't have a training camp, and he didn't have an off season really. So if if he grows at all, you know, could he be a solid to to good above average starter in the NFL? I do believe he can because you watch him; he can make every throw, he can make big plays. He's just got to you know hang on to the dang football. Um, but they. They have a lot of other holes. Like they need offensive line help. They need help, some help in the D line. They need a linebacker for the first time since Antonio Pierce. Um, a couple of defensive backs would be nice. Like they have holes that need filling that those draft picks could really help with. If you think Dimes is anything, you know, is anything manageable a quarterback, and I think he is, or at least he can be. Yeah, I agree because last year, totally different system, didn't start the season. Now he's starting this season in a brand new system with Jason Garrett calling plays for the first time in like five years. And, you know, they drafted Andrew Thomas on on the left tackle and like they had to discipline him last week. I think he's playing tonight. But like, again, he's your starting left tackle of the future, arguably. So now if the offensive line gets better, you do have some offensive weapons, but the defense could be a lot better. So if he gets into a good system, you fill him around with draft picks. I think you got to give him a third year to really understand what he's getting, especially in a second year of the same system. Yeah. You mentioned Jason Garrett there. Um, I'm just, I just want to ask this question. Are we sure it was Jason Garrett's fault? Well, I think we both know how we both feel about Mike McCarthy and Kellen Moore's fine, but Mike McCarthy is a dummy. I mean, it's, uh, it's bad down there. And look, they just lost their franchise quarterback. So, I mean, you know, y- y- you obviously have to c- cut them a little bit of slack for that, right? Um, obviously. But still, it wasn't like it looked great with Dak. Um, I think Dak hit a lot of flaws there because he's great. Um, but, I mean, that performance Monday night against the Cardinals was hideous. And they look real real bad as as a franchise well that defense is awful despite what we thought was a lot of talent their secondary is really bad and they are really not putting a lot of pressure on the quarterback and with a guy like kyler he can really make you pay i think he had nine attempts last week and they crushed them honestly yeah i and i I feel like that's a sentence we say literally all the time that like every year Ah, it's not that great in Dallas, but man, they've got all this talent. Like we say that for for as as maligned as Jerry Jones is as a general manager, um, and I understand, you know, is is he a general manager in name only? Probably, but for as maligned as as that general managing situation is, they enter every season with more talent, at least uh, according to the football pundits. Um, they they enter with more talent than anybody else. And then it just never amounts to anything, and it's not amounting to anything right now. Yep. I mean, Mike Nolan has been a failed head coach, and he is now being run back as a defensive coordinator in 2020, and you're kind of reaping what you sow there. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's with with all of that preamble dispensed with. Let's let's get into the positions here, and we'll start with quarterback. Uh, we obviously already mentioned Russ and Kyler, um, and for me, 
there's there's not a lot else I like here, Ryan. I I guess I'll mention Rogers at, at that other level, you know, north of seven thousand. Basically, just on narrative, like as a bounce back. But you know, you can you can Mahomes, you can Allen. Uh, I'm looking I'm looking for cheaper options. Yeah, uh, Allen is like a stack always type of guy because he does tend to beat up on bad teams, and if he goes for two rushing touchdowns, two through the air. You know, him to digs might pay off in a big way. Like that's how you're setting that up. But floor could be pretty low. Same thing with Mahomes here. Uh, I'd like to try to get into some shootouts where a team is going to have to throw all game. And you know, Arizona, Seattle, obviously, but Houston and Green Bay is a 57 total. So I might be leaning with the other Aaron as an Aaron Jones. Early indications. I do like Sean Watson for a couple hundred cheaper. Same type of idea. I think he might have to throw more frequently. Yeah. Um, sorry, did you have something more there? Uh, I have plenty more, but cheaper. Uh, it's just, yeah. I like the game environment. It's a close spread. Mm-hmm. So I, as much as I like Rodgers to, to do a bounce back here, and it's a good matchup, they might lean a little bit more on Aaron Jones. And if they get ahead, then I'd, I'd rather go with Deshaun because Houston's defense is really bad. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. I mean, Deshaun, again, sure, right? I, I'm, I'm never going to tell you to feel bad about Deshaun Watson, especially coming off the games he's had. I mean, 35, 30, 24 in his last three games. Those, those, you know, those each pay off his price this week uh, with room to spare. But I just, I, I, I kind of expect a bounce back Period, like a big time bounce back from Green Bay, uh, so I, it be, makes me a little wary of that. You know, uh, you can feel free to talk about any of these guys. The next guy I'm interested in is sixty four hundred dollars. I wish he was cheaper, but it's Justin Herbert. Oh, he's a smash. Yeah, I mean, you look at his recent games here. He's coming in off the bye, and he's got twenty seven and twenty four in his last two. I mean, he's he's basically at twenty points and north. You know, uh, rounding, but 20 points in North in all four games he's played, uh, and he's getting a soft Jacksonville defense. He's getting him at home off a of bye. Uh, I love him, and I love the Keenan Allen stack this week. Yeah, I love Herbert. It's just a matter of can Jacksonville keep this any close to tight, and are the Chargers going to try to lean on some combination of uh, Justin Jackson and Josh Kelly? But Herbert's getting at least three, four, five rushing attempts a game. He might not hit the bonus here, but he could throw for plenty of touchdowns. And what do they have to lose? So I love him this week. He's way cheaper on FanDuel. I think he's definitely my guy for my main lineup there. Uh, I will mention $100 more that if you want to get Matt Stafford against Atlanta and think Atlanta keeps this close so that the Lions don't run Adrian Peterson, DeAndre Swift, and on Johnson a bunch, I think he could have a, a ceiling game in his possibilities here. Yeah, but that's Herbert. Love him. Yeah, that's 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 the hope with with Stafford because his his numbers haven't been great. Like, you know, I mean, Herbert's cheaper and his numbers have been better, and he gets arguably the same matchup or a similar matchup. But Stafford, you know, Stafford definitely has that ceiling game potential where where you're gonna want a piece. Um, lower than that in the same game as Herbert, um, Minshew. And even lower than that, I mean, Dallas's defense is really, really bad. So 5,200 for Kyle Allen is interesting. Both of those guys I kind of like just, you know, as as save money so you can load up at wide receiver. Um, but I, I will also mention Cam Newton's hair is amazing. 
in his draft yes, in his DraftKings thumbnail picture. I mean, it is amazing. The problem with Cam is you're banking on him doing it all himself, and I still appreciate Rob Sala's defense, even though they have a ton of injuries. That I mean, my man Cam has two passing touchdowns this year and four interceptions. Yeah, no, I want no part of actually playing him. Um, uh, just the hair. Yeah, I get it. Just, just the hair. I mean, it, I mean, that's like seven, six, seven, eight inches of, of just vertical hair. It's incredible. It's pretty swaggy. That was it. That, I mean, that's that's the that's my entire analysis on Cam Newton. Look at that hair. I will back up your Minshew. I like him on the other side of that game. He's been pretty solid at that price. Uh, Bridgewater chasing makes a little bit of sense if you like that game mm-hmm. environment and. Joe Burrow is pretty cheap, but he's been pretty inconsistent that I don't feel really great about stacking him with anybody and bringing it back with anybody on Cleveland. So really, I'm kind of Herbert and up. Yeah, um, I'll just mention the one stat that I I neglected to. Minshew's gone north of 20 in uh, five of his six games this year. So, I mean, that's that's really, really, that's a great sign that you like um, for 5,900 bucks. Pretty cheap. Running back. Talk me into somebody north of Mike Davis, because because that's where that's where I start. I have to talk you into Alvin Kamara against the Panthers. I mean, I guess you shouldn't have. You know what? This this was my 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 reticence here, and that's that's you know your tone is very fair. Um, my reticence here was when I thought Michael Thomas was going to be fully healthy to play this game. Did not practice today, as as you informed me before we started recording. Um, and, and, you know, Kamara, even though he's gone basically 20 points each of the last two games, which at 7,900, you, you, you know, you want to see more, you know, 48, 38, the two games before that and a good matchup. You're right. Yeah. I mean, to your point, if Michael Thomas is back, yeah, I don't think he's like a lock at 8k, but without him. I think we're looking at a Vegas Green Bay type of game score rather than what he's put up the last couple of weeks. Like mm-hmm. he had 10 targets against the Chargers and had 20 points without a touchdown. He's getting a lot of looks. And in PPR, if Michael Thomas is out, I think you could see him get another 10 plus targets and he's great. But that being said, above Mike Davis, yeah, I like Aaron Jones, you know, uh, I don't love him. Yeah. I know a lot of people in the industry love him. Because they love the game environment, and he's just getting a lot of work, and he's still pretty heavily included in the passing game. Zeke, by the way, solid, solid do in the picture. But uh, I mean, you, you you can have Zeke Elliott at this point. He is too expensive for the fumbling issues and the increased Tony Pollard. And Washington has a decent front line, and if they just send a bunch of pressure at him and Dalton, then I just don't love his ceiling here. He's got he's got four fumbles on the year, two last game, four lost fumbles. Yeah. Um, Chris Carson, we already talked about him. Mostert's out, which makes uh, some of the San Francisco guys interesting. Uh, Ronald Jones, are we are we Ronald Jonesing? Um, we can, I mean, now that he's actually on the slate, yes, you know, like that's kind of a new thing here, but I mean, against green Bay, they fed him 23 attempts and 
I, I don't even know if Leonard Fournette coming back would make a difference, quite honestly. Mm-hmm. And he only got increased by 200 bucks on his price. So if they're ahead, I think he's obviously great. But if he's behind, I mean, he had nine targets against the Chargers in week four. So he's yeah. going to be involved there too. So at 6,200, good matchup, maybe because he's a late add to the slate that he flies a little bit mm-hmm. under the radar. Mm-hmm. Um, a name for me, I, I wish he was in his, you know, week four, week five range of 5,700, 6,000 seems a little pricey, but even coming off a 10 point game last week, I mean, Ty Gurley got 20 attempts in that game and he got, he, he got 47 yards, right? You don't love that, but he did get 20 attempts. He ran the ball 20 times. He caught, uh, four, he caught three balls, but had four targets. So he got a ton of touches in that game. Um, and, I mean, the game before against Carolina, he rushed for, you know, 121 over 14. I kind of like Gurley here. Again, I wish he was under 6K, um, but I don't mind him at 6K. Though, I mean, you know, Jarek McKinnon at $5,800 with Mostert out maybe may a little more appealing. Yeah, Gurley gets those same amount of carries in a game with this type of matchup that they could theoretically lead. And the new coaching staff definitely gave him the work last week when they were way ahead of uh, the Vikings. So you could do worse. I I think you're hoping for two touchdowns and 100 yards Mm -hmm. because the passing game involvement is limited. Uh, Who else here as, as we start to go lower? Uh, quickly heading back up a little bit, as long as Kareem Hunt is a full go, he is a workhorse against Cincinnati. And I think he's pretty great at 6,800 along with Mike Davis, who we already did briefly mention, Mm -hmm. uh, below gets a little bit murky to me. Um, the guy I do have my eye on is $4,900 Justin Jackson. That's who I had too. I don't know how many chargers I want. Jackson was limited again on Thursday. So not really sure which way he's trending at all. But last week he got 15 attempts and he got six targets against the saints. Sorry, that was week five. He had a bye last week. So you would hope to see that he's healthy, but he did theoretically supplant Josh Kelly because we weren't really sure how that was going to split. He had more attempts and more passing game work. And in a game that they're projecting to be leading, yeah, have a lot of interest there, assuming he yep. gets the all. If, if you're not playing a Herbert stack, uh, I really like Justin Jackson, especially at his price under 5K. Yeah, I think that is an interesting way of putting it. I don't know how much I want Herbert and Jackson together unless you're doing Herbert, Jackson, Keenan Allen, and then bringing it back with one or two Jags. I mean, that's that's a very interesting tournament play because I think, I think the stacks this week will be you know Atlanta, Detroit, and certainly Seattle, Arizona if, it, if it's live. Um, so if, if you're going out and stacking the Chargers instead, it's a very interesting tournament stack. Um, but that, that's that's not a game I want to lean on heavily. It's just a game I want a piece of. Totally agree. A um, couple guys I'll just briefly mention just to mention them. David Johnson, 5.3K. He's just kind of meh in the mix, but he's, he remains cheap. And his workload is decreasing, but if it does end up ramping up to where we thought it would be, Antonio Gibson at 5K could be a nice ceiling tournament play. Okay. Uh, wide receiver, I mean, it feels like I've got the whole board here on, on my like list, list Ryan. I it's just, a 
kind of a spread out week. I mean, we like Devontae, obviously. Right. I mean, ten I targets think. last week. Didn't deliver last week, but ten targets. I mean, the guy is just getting all the throws. And if you believe in the Aaron Rodgers bounce back, it's going to come through Devontae Adams. Yeah, I mean, Todd Bowles is a legitimately good defensive mind. That Tampa Bay defense is legit. Houston's is not. They do not have the secondary to wrangle Adams. And if this game even stays remotely close, this could be – he could end up like you might need him to make a lot of money this week. He's that type of play. Mm -hmm. Um, Michael Thomas does play. Pretty good tournament play. I mean, it's $7,600 for Michael Thomas is is a pretty great price. And I mean, you, like last year at his peak, he was like nine thousand. So. I mean, that's that's where he was week one. So I mean, seventy six hundred yeah. is not a price you're going to see the rest of the year. Um, so get in while you can if he if he's healthy. Yeah, the Atlanta guys both carry in questionable tags, which will probably keep their ownership relatively in check. Um, just play the opposite of the guy you actually want to play. <laughs> Because I played Ridley in bunches last week, and he was fine. But that's, of course, the Julio two-touchdown game. Yeah. Would would you say the same for for Metcalf and Lockett, just to touch on that game really quickly? I think everybody's going to play Metcalf. I agree. So, uh, again, I I think, in theory, he's a great play. But I think he's also going to see a little bit of a tougher matchup with Patrick Peterson. Not that I really care, but... Who's more likely to catch two touchdowns? Probably Metcalf mm-hmm. on a bigger game. I know Lockett already had three in a game this year, but theoretically, I I'd probably want to go where the public isn't. Yeah, and six hundred dollars cheaper. You know, I mean, it, it could always be the Tyler Lockett game. Yep, uh, Diggs in my Josh Allen stacks. I think that's how I'm going to play that. I mm-hmm. don't know if I want him as a one-off guy in a random lineup. Definitely yep. like Kenny Galladay against the Falcons. Yep, I'll also mention Fuller uh, coming back against the Packers. Jair Alexander, if he doesn't see him, he's great. I'm worried though. I, I could understand that. Um, uh, that's that's very fair. I just you know you look at his production: eleven targets, only caught six of them, but got a touchdown and 123 yards last week. Um, you know, I mean, Will Fuller's good when he's healthy. We've known that for a while. He's just never been healthy this year. So far, six weeks in, healthy. Wide receiver one, bro. <laughs> uh, then we come down, you know, there's there's CeeDee Lamb, no thanks for no. me. No uh, Cowboys this week for me. Yep. Tyreek, you can always, um, but I, I think I prefer guys underneath. I mean, Godwin and Evans are both, you know, right around that price now that they're in the slate. A.J. Brown, um you know, in two games, he's been fully healthy. He's got 21 and 23. And uh, and my guy, Keenan Allen, who's just a target monster. Yeah, brutal when he went out against the Saints early. Yeah. Thankfully, he's okay. Looks, like, I mean, he's limited in back-to-back days, so it looks like he'll probably be fine. Yeah. And my goodness, do him and Herbert have a rapport. 19 targets against Carolina. I mean, this this guy is guaranteed, it seems, as long as he's healthy, to get over 10 targets. I, I know, you know, eight targets week one, but the rest of the numbers, and, and now, you know, the rest of the numbers with Herbert, 10, 19, 11, and he had two catches uh, for two yards and a touchdown, or two catches, I'm sorry, on two targets for two for a touchdown uh, before he got hurt. So, you know, he's just, 
He's just getting all the volume. What about scary Terry Rozier? <laughs> uh, again, that that Cowboy defense is terrible. So scary Terry makes my lineups, as does Jamison Crowder, even with Joe Flacco. Because, uh, you know, he only put up 12 points last week, but he picked up another 13 targets. It's unreal. He's also getting just all the targets. He's got 46 targets in four healthy games this year. Um, so in a game where we expect the Bill, the Jets to be trailing, even though the Bills uh, have a pretty solid defense, at least on paper, um, I, I think Jamison Crowder is a great play under 6K. The targets are there. It's undeniable. It doesn't feel sexy. You're not going to love it, but the targets are undeniable. Yep. Um, let's just talk about Pittsburgh wide receivers as a grouping here. I, I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what to expect. Deontay Johnson is healthy again and he's 4,200. And I love that price because he looked like the de facto number one early in the season. And then he leaves with a concussion. And now Chase Claypool is just exploding and Juju. I don't understand. I don't get it. The dudes are are emerging, right? Why? How? Why aren't they trading him if this is how they're going to utilize him? Yep. Why are they just completely killing his value as a number one when they could probably get a great return on him? Yep. As a Juju Smith-Schuster fantasy owner uh, season long, this has been a disappointing, let's say, season. Um, so, it, you know, Claypool's interesting. Washington, if, if he is, in fact, fully healthy and, and looks 100% ready to go, he is very interesting at that price. But it is hard to 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 feel to feel good about any of them given the way they're being used. It's just it's it you know what it is? It's it's a better version of the Patriots running back situation. We're just I don't know, throw a dart and hope. Yeah, because you might get four touchdowns from Jonas Gray, like Chase Claypool did a couple weeks ago. Right. So I don't know. For the Jags, we haven't mentioned a single Jag as much as we love the Chargers. I mm-hmm. think it would be DJ Chark if he's ready to go. Yeah, yeah, I, th- I think that's the way to go. Um, but again, that's that's you know, I don't know. That one's hard. But if if he's ready, um, I, I think Chark is the play. I mean, fourteen targets last week for him. We keep talking about targets, you know. Chark when he's healthy and in, and that offense is is doing what it's supposed to be doing. Um, you know, he's going to get a lot of balls thrown his way. I agree. Um, outside of the 4.2 Deontay Johnson and maybe a flyer on 4.4 Marvin Jones, I don't really like anything underneath what we've talked All right, about. Good. I, I, I felt kind of the same way that just, you know, Claypool is, is where I kind of bottomed out in the running back or in the wide receiver market with, with an eye on Washington, you know, and his health. Yeah, Johnson it's it's uh, a more middling week for me so yeah. far. All right, tight end. Um, you know, Kittle's there, Kelsey's there, Waller's there. Uh, I don't think I want Waller against that defense. You know, Hawkinson is a little expensive for me. You know, f- for me, and, and you can you can feel free to jump in at any point with any of those guys above, Fant is the only guy who's interesting to me north of 4K. No Hunter Henry? I just I, I think I want I want Keenan Allen. If if I'm taking a pass catcher in that offense, I'm taking Keenan Allen. I think I'll have both. Okay. All right. I mean Keenan's obviously getting the targets, but I think I would imagine they look to Henry more in the red zone. 
His targets are definitely lower, but the price is also $1,700 cheaper. So I do like him. I think Belichick is going to sell out to stop Kittle. He did it with Waller. He yeah. does it with his offensive players with actual success that we can quantify. Yeah. Uh, Kelsey's fine, but that's a pretty big price tag against a Denver team that I don't think is going to be very game. Right. And if they try to get Lev Bell some touches, Edward Hilaire some touches, I'm just worried about the volume. Yeah. So tournaments only for him. Agreed on Waller. I really don't like attacking Tampa Bay's defense. Hawkinson just doesn't have the usage yet. Yeah. And his price is not matching the usage. He's still a price to, like really high. So. That's that's an infl- um, that's inflated for me. Yeah. Fan fully healthy again. We saw that him and Drew Locke had some chemistry, and then Fan got hurt, and then Locke got hurt. Now they're both back. They're gonna have to throw a bunch. I think he's probably too cheap. Um, below that, you know, Dalton Schultz got five targets last week. He's thirty nine hundred. He's he's not exactly playing a great defense in Washington. Um, and uh, you know, I'm gonna skip Logan Thomas because it was Logan Thomas week last week, and we missed it. And I'm not interested in riding that carousel again. And I'll just mention Austin Hooper, four thousand, oh, yeah, four thousand triple digit or triple digit double digit points each of the last three weeks. He's getting targets. Um, uh, I, I like him in the red zone. Yeah, last week six targets, ten targets the week prior, seven targets in week four against Dallas, five catches in all three games, and he gets a really soft matchup. Baker probably going to be a little bit more game. I mean, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh was just blitzing constantly knowing that he was hurt and they just dominated Cincinnati doesn't have that pass rush. And I think at 4k, we could end up getting some nice savings with him and getting some good production out of him. So I like Cooper a lot underneath that. I don't like anything. All right. Defense. I've got one. The bills. (laughs) You can, you can bills if, if you can get there. Um, might pay off, um, but I always go cheap Cheap at defense. Give me the football team. Oh, okay. At home against Andy Dalton. Um, you know, this is, I'm not going to expect a big return for the football team, but the Dallas offensive line isn't great. The Washington defensive line is better. Uh, oh, I can yeah. see this being a sack game. Uh, I could always see it being an Andy Dalton turnover game. Looks like every game could be a, an Ezekiel Elliott turnover game. So give me the football team. I have them and the Browns listed. That's it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, the Browns, uh, $300 more expensive. I, I think that is a solid play as well. Yeah. Miles Garrett, they're going to send a lot of blitzes, could rack up a lot of sacks. But if you think Cleveland is going to dominate here, that increases the opportunities that Joe Burrow is going to drop back to pass, then you're hoping for pick sixes. And with Washington, same thing. A lot of pressure. That offensive line for Dallas has deteriorated in a hurry. And, yeah, we like to get away cheap here because it's so unpredictable. All right. Let us drop the music, go on through it, uh, just tie a bow on it, and then I'll, I'll tack on my, uh, my picks of the week at the end. Mr. Paulson, start us off. We're going to stay narrow just because we're not really sure what the slate looks like. So – uh, Wilson and Kyler are great. We just don't know if they're going to be on the main slate. Other than that, for me right now, it's Watson and definitely Justin Herbert. Uh, running back, definitely like Alvin Kamara, especially if Michael Thomas is going to miss another game. That is for sure. I do like some Kareem Hunt, assuming he is all good to go. 
Mike Davis finally had a down game, but now he's going to get an opportunity against the Saints defense in a dome. Hopefully those targets come right back. We'd love to see that. And then on the cheaper end, where you're not playing Herbert, I like saving a little bit of money with a hopefully healthy Justin Jackson. Mm -hmm. Wide receiver. Definitely like Devontae Adams at the top end. And then as we move down, I like Kenny Galladay for 1200 cheaper. Moving further down, I know we both like Mr. Keenan Allen to pair with Justin Herbert, like Terry McLaurin, and uh, that's where I'm going to leave it at wide receiver this week. Tight end, I'm going to give Hunter Henry. We uh, have this Chargers theme that is emerging. Go Chargers. Love the Governator. Uh, so tight end is Henry and Hooper for me, and then defense, the aforementioned football team along with the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, a lot of similarity here as per usual. Um, Kyler, if he's if he's eligible, uh, and Justin Herbert at quarterback for me with, with a little bit of Minshew underneath. Uh, running back, Mike Davis, Justin Jackson, those are my two guys there. I'm not – I mean, I, I, I'll get some Camara. You're absolutely right about that, but I'm not going to go too crazy. Uh, wide receiver, Devontae Adams – Either of the Seattle or Cardinal guys. Um, give me some Keenan Allen, as you mentioned. I'll also throw in Jamison Crowder there under 6K. Tight end, it's Hooper. It's Fant. And uh, for the defense, it's the football team. Those are my fantasy picks now. Let's have some fun here. Uh, got three picks for you here in the teaser. All right. We've got the Bills. Minus 13, the Seahawks minus three and a half, and the Chiefs minus nine and a half. Three favorites. We're going to throw that in a seven point tease. It's plus 120. We're also going to take those three just on the money line, and it's also plus 120. So we're going to make both of those bets this week. How do we feel about that, Mr. Paulson? So you have. Bills and what's what's the number with the seven point tees? So it's Bills minus six, uh, Seattle plus three and a half, and KC minus two and a half. Yeah, I like all that and the money line. Yep. Um, I think Seattle is the only one that might have a chance at biting you. Maybe. I'm unsure. I just I I feel like Arizona off a short week, off a big win against a soft opponent, going into Seattle, even though it's not really into Seattle, right? In fact, there's not. They're playing at home. Um, still, you know, I just I think Seattle's the class of the NFC. I really do, and they're coming off a bye. I I just think that the Bills are going to roll and the Chiefs are going to roll. Uh, like I feel really confident about them, and it's mm-hmm. just like. Yeah, we got a little recency bias with seeing the, the Cardinals most recently play and stomp. Yeah. So that's just kind of how, I, I don't know. I think it's all good. Like, definitely the Bills. The Jets are just lame ducks, man. I don't, I don't understand. How is that possible that they're both plus, plus one twenty? Whatever. I, 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 now that I'm looking at it, I feel like I'm reading my notes wrong because how can that possibly be true? But if it's not, I'll correct it. But that's what we're going with this week. Uh, and I think as as like as as we know, I just think uh, go charges. That's the theme of the week. And if you want to tank, hire Adam Gase. It seems to be working for the Jets. Good luck, everybody.